Save up your Memorial Day. Big things are coming for summer, Tina. <laughs> With the Belchers <gasps> in theaters. <laughs> the Bob's Burgers movie. Ready PG-13. Welcome back to Owls Only, an Adult Swim podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Hope, and the theme of this podcast is going to be disgruntled. I'm here with two of my co-hosts today. Alex, you can go first. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm a co-host. And also with us. Hi, it's Hunter. So, this is the last chapter of our Lauren Bouchard miniseries, and we are talking about the Bob's Burgers movie, which is such a fucking miracle that this movie even exists. Like... In so many ways, this movie is such a miracle. Um, what did you guys think of this? I know you've both seen it before, but what do you th- what do you think of this movie? Hunter, you can go first because you probably have a little bit more to say. As a longtime fan of the show who hasn't seen every episode but has probably seen at least half of the show, I loved this movie. I loved it when I saw it in theaters, and I've loved it every time I've rewatched it. Hell yeah, Alex. So I've not watched much of the show, as I've discussed on the podcast before, but I actually do really enjoy this movie. It's fun. It's a very fun movie. And yeah. um, it just kind of feels like an episode of the show. Which is like, yeah, it's I've... a good thing. It's a good thing. But yeah, like I like it. It's easy to get into. You don't need to know anything about the characters to watch it. Yeah. I would disagree because I feel like they do that. This feels much more like cinematic than an episode. Like this feels huge to me. Like um, a big thing that um, because I am always obsessed with like movie adaptations of cartoons that I like because like the list of my favorite movies is just like Aqua Teen movie, Steven Universe movie, like th- that kind of shit. So. When this got announced back in 2017, which is, yeah, they fucking announced this in, like, fall 2017, which is insane how long ago that was. I never knew that. Yeah, it was announced in fall 2017 for a release date of um, July 2020, and they didn't – I don't think they delayed it until COVID happened, right? Am I misremembering that, Hunter? Uh, I think you're right. I don't think they delayed it until COVID happened, but – but it's, which is wild because apparently they worked on this movie every single second up until like the release. So I, I have no idea if the movie was gonna get delayed anyway, or if like there is a much different version that would have come out in July 2020. But whatever it is, the movie is like, um, the movie did not come out in July 2020. Obviously, it came out about two years later in May 2022, um, and for so long. We had no idea if this movie was actually going to happen. Yeah, because I, I even, remember the limbo. Yes, the limbo was insane for this movie because um, I'm going to be upfront. I I always loved Bob's Burgers, and it, it was never one of my like favorite favorites, like Archer or Futurama or King of the Hill or something. But the prospect of them having a movie made me lose my fucking mind because it is, like I said, the reason why we're doing this on this podcast is because it is an Adult Swim movie. Like, all the major players here are, like, Adult Swim people. And I was just so, so, so excited to, like, be able to get the chance to, like, 
to hear H. John Benjamin's voice in like Dolby digital speakers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Like I was I was just so fucking excited for this movie. And um I think it helped me appreciate the show more like getting it because i got into i um i mean bobs was always the only one that i watched like weekly up until like recently when i started watching all of animation domination weekly but like bobs was such a huge like i think i got into it more over the wait for this movie and i remember like fall 2019 and i was like hmm we should have more information than not at all about this movie and then that kind of limbo continued up until like for up until like fall 2021 essentially yeah i remember when the trailer came out it was insane yeah you were very happy because (laughs) this this movie was um like i said scheduled for july 2020 COVID happens they delay it like a little less a little less than a year to april 2021 because um lauren says that they were like dead set on this movie being out in theaters because they didn't want it to be just like a home release like um fuck so glad they did that because this movie is like amazing it was beautiful in theaters like i'm so glad that they waited to put this in theaters especially because we never get like 2d animation in theaters like nowadays but um so yeah they had it delayed until april 2021 and then again no news no poster no trailer no synopsis nothing until january 2021 when they they don't even delay it again they just take it off the schedule like they're just like we're postponing this movie indefinitely which so it's just kind of like oh so this movie may just never come out you know yeah i remember you like coming to terms with that at the dorm <laughs> you were like, like i was you were like, like oh was, yeah it may be done yeah like this movie might just not come out like because this is obviously covid this is right when they killed like it's when they killed william street and stuff like all the fucking bets are off at at this point in time in the media landscape so it's just like oh this movie may just be like not a thing but all the cast members and everyone on the crew was insisting on twitter up and down that it was like it's still gonna happen um you could find pictures of like the crew jacket and stuff on like instagram which i thought was like for so long we had like such little crumbs to go off of like the two things we knew about the movie from like comic-con 2018 was that it's gonna be um it was gonna be they're gonna talk about how louise got her ears and they were gonna talk about like bob's mom and stuff those are the two main things we knew about and we also knew it was gonna be a musical those were like the only things we knew about the movie and then you get like little crumbs like we knew um we they're like there were crew shirts they posted on instagram and one has like um one had like the duck on it so the duck was one of the first things we knew about this movie like the duck from the lucky duck song Mm. like the rubber duck design and then one of them is like it was like a hoodie and like the little zipper on the hoodie was like the dead man's tooth but you you had no i had no idea what the fuck it was i was like what the fuck is that like i it it did not register as a tooth to me i was just staring at it like what the fuck am i looking at but um after a very 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 long delay they um i think they released a poster and they released a poster and a release date in fall 2021 and then in january they released like the first trailer and then they really ramped up the marketing after that Mm -hmm. but um i one of the things i was most anxious about with this movie is i really wanted to see how it looked because i know they said like one of the 
first thing they said was they were going to like really upgrade the animation style for this movie and i really do love like you've seen a desert meme on twitter where it's like um the movies and the cartoons they become movies and it's just like that really well shaded like peter griffin image but like i fucking love that i love when cartoons like become movies it's my favorite shit in the world and so i was so anxious no, to see what this movie looked like it's really cool you know yeah um what do you guys think of like the how this movie looks like visually visually it looks really impressive i think it was worth waiting for because it definitely the show itself looks good but the movie looks so much better than anything from the show it looks insane alex do you have anything um i mean i so like i don't have as much of a frame of reference because i can't really recall exactly what the show looks like on a like episode to episode basis but i do agree with yeah. hunter it was definitely worth the wait if that's where they put most of their focus it, it was... looks like it was, it's it was so, definitely it like, worth the wait. Yes. It looks like a fucking Ghibli movie. You know what I mean? Like, the shading in it and just, like, the color palette. It's so, like, vibrant. It, like, pops off the screen. Like, there's nothing There's nothing in theaters in the past couple years that looks like this. But a lot of the reasons is because we don't really get, like, 2D animation that often. Because that's just not a thing they do anymore in theaters. But, like... This fucking, like, I just can't, like, every single time I watch this movie, I'm taken aback by, like, how beautiful it looks. Especially because, like, this was, because, like, a, a huge point of this miniseries is talking about how this, how, like, they evolved, the entire crew evolved from doing, like, Adult Swim stuff to, like, being in theaters next to, like, you know, like, Marvel movies and shit. Mm -hmm. And um, it's so interesting if you go back and, because watch, you know, watch, like, the Squiggle Vision episodes of home movies, and then you come back and watch this, like, this fucking beautiful, gorgeous, cinematic-looking movie. It's it's so cool to see how far they come. I made the joke when we were watching it, the one scene where they're getting the burger cart and they open the cooler and it shows all the ingredients. I made the joke that the ingredients looked like those Twitter posts where it's like anime food be looking so good. <laughs> yeah. That's actually funny. Yeah, no. And I, the, um, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I do really like the art style. And sorry, I had to move away from my microphone. I do really like the art style. And I think that uh, comparing it to Studio Ghibli is actually pretty apt. Yeah, like, I'm holding the Steelbook right now. And, like, the Steelbook art is just, like, it's just, like, the storefront. And then the back is kind of, like, the um, street. And then you open it up. And it's, like, the interior of the kitchen. And they made the discs look like um, like dinner plates and stuff. Um, so, also, we'll do a little bit of a merch corner here. Um, so they put this movie out on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. They also put it on 4K, but only at Best Buy and only in this steelbook, and it was available for like a week. So um, this movie is really, really hard to find on 4K because you have to get this steelbook, and it's gonna—it's like fucking eighty dollars on eBay. So I'm very glad I pre-ordered mine. So you're um, based, it's, basically. It's one of. It's such a good release. They also um, they put so much love and care into this like blu-ray release that i really wish this show was able to get blu-ray releases it has one real dvd and the rest are just kind of like made on demand but um like this thing is full of it has commentary it has deleted scenes it has featurettes it has like animated menus um also it has a fucking easter egg remember those like on dvds i mean i know what easter eggs are i was never i know I hunter knows ah yeah, a bunch of the old Adult Swim sets have a ton of Easter eggs on them, like the Brack Show DVDs where you 
like press directions that basically don't make sense to press where it's like i can only move up or down to select things what if i press left and then it goes to something completely off the menu oh, and it gives cool. you like a little clip yeah like like the aqua teen one where it just shows like um it is show like the one in the aqua teen dvd where it shows like the aqua teen guys um doing like foley and like their yard and stuff like that which is so fun um but so there's do you know there's one in this blu-ray hunter um yes i don't remember what it is but i believe i know that it's there so i looked at it today and it's um so the one of the directors of this movie um bernard derriman he's like this australian guy who um who's been directing on the show for like a while and he they like he's one of the directors on this movie and um if you go to like the audio tracks the one of the audio options is australian mono which like obviously australian is not a language so you like you press on the arrow a bunch of times until it says um until it says the unicycle story and you click on it and it's like bernard derriman like animated this story from his childhood about like this unicycle thing That's it's cool. really cool it's it's a, a beautiful little extra they put in there but um they put so much love and care into this blu-ray that like movies don't get nowadays like i have a lot to like i took notes because i watched all the um bonus features today in preparation for this because we watched the movie last night i took so many notes on like the bonus features and stuff that we can get into but um yeah i just like i think this is the gold standard for like adapting cartoons to to like movies what do you guys think like animation wise at least oh 100 hunter yeah yeah i agree this this really stands out as one of the best ones visually like it's insane to me it's so cinematic i this i just love everything about it like um two of the shots that always stick in my mind are when like the actual sinkhole opens up and it cuts to like um that family on the um on like the fucking um ferris wheel and you see like the entire town and then i every time i saw that in theaters i'm like i need to pause that and just like stare at it and how, also how when they're at the did you see it in theaters Five. I saw it in theater five, theaters five times. Nice. We're gonna break it down. <laughs> All right. I only um, saw it twice. I think I saw Still it. I saw it twice, right? Yeah, both times with me. Yeah, Eli and but, uh, Eli and I got drunk the second time on accident. I think. No, it was the first time. Um, we'll break it down. Um, and also like the fish odors house, like when they're at the fish odor house, and you see like um Hunter, have you seen the episode where they they have like the the water balloon fight in the fish odor maze for like low rent? Yeah, <laughs> great episode. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's it's a fucking episode. Dude, some... go ahead. There's something I want to call back to talking about the physical release of this and Best Buy. Both of us actually got ours a few days before street date because Best Buy doesn't care and they just send their stuff out early. Yup, that's that, what I'm counting on. Like, the Venture Brothers is that movie. Like consistently the case. Yes, every that, time. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> if if you want something early, buy it from Best Buy. That's why when the Venture movie pre-orders drop, I'm getting it from Best Buy that because that's too? my best chance to get it early. Is that video games too? Is that video games too? I don't know. I think it's. Po I don't. Maybe not. Okay, I was about to say because if it was, I, I probably would have known about it, but. I'm 20, I know it's 22 years old. Didn't know this easy, easy fucking hack. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, but like, also, it's not a fucking hack for anybody except for like, except for the people. Like, it's not a hack for anybody except for Hunter and I because everyone else can wait like three days for a movie they've already fucking seen. You know what I mean? No, dude. But that like, shit, that shit needs to go on my shelf. 
it's a it's a it's a hack for me but um anyways exactly no that episode what i said no i just said i know exactly what you mean that shit's got to go on the shelf that episode with um because you, you you were like up surprised by that episode where they um where they have to like fight over rent the episode ends with fish odor saying if anybody can throw if anybody can hit bob with a water balloon then they get free rent for a year or something and like they or they get like they have to or like um bob has to pay their rent or something it's <laughs> it's fucked up that episode because <laughs> his whole thing um, is he's just like a rich asshole right Yes, but I also I think that their relationship is very interesting because when I saw the trailers for this movie, I was like, okay, so they're going to make Mr. Fish Odor the villain, but I kind of realize now that's a bit of a misunderstanding of the show and its dynamics because um obviously Mr. Fish Odor is like a horrible asshole, but something that you pick up when you watch the show is that he really does like he fuck he has like some sort of weird like man crush slash like great appreciation for bob and what bob does he just likes to keep him on his fucking toes because um like so much of this show is just fish odor wanting to like do stuff with bob or get bob's input because like he genuinely does respect bob and he respects the fact that like he does do this like he does um run his restaurant the way he wants it to so he just wants him to pay rent on time more often but he does like he does genuinely let the belchers slide on rent for like you know way longer than most landlords would so obviously he's like a rich asshole but i do think that fish odor genuinely likes bob and um does want to help him like most of the time well, that makes him a better character i think it'd be yeah less, for sure it'd be less he'd be less interesting if he was just a rich asshole yeah, exactly. He'd be much less interesting if he was just, like, an evil asshole. But, no, he gen- – like, he – I don't think he likes the rest of the Belchers quite as much, but he genuinely really likes and respects Bob, yeah. which I think is a really interesting dynamic that, to, like, have in this show and in this movie. One thing about this movie is, like, I'm not someone who likes whodunits. Like, I don't like those. I don't like mystery stuff. Um, yeah. And I wouldn't say that this movie – I guess it is, like, a mystery. Like, whodunit. It is. Yeah, it's a murder mystery. But, like – I actually really like this, like, the plot yeah. line of it, specifically with, like, who actually ended up being the killer. Yeah. Um, and it just, I found that interesting, because I don't usually like that stuff, but it, they did it in a very good, like, endearing way. There's a lot of stuff um, that kind of, because, like, so much of this movie, because, like, this movie does, it doesn't do things that were in the show, but a lot of, um episodes from the show that dna is in this movie like um is it felix's first appearance where he tries to kill them hunter or am i remembering that wrong um can you give more context the wonder wharf two-parter where felix ties him up underneath the pier i think it might be it's like either his first appearance or like a second appearance but like in one in like the early seasons they ended their season with like a two-part episode where Felix the one played by um Zach Galifianakis like the younger brother um he ties up Bob and Fish Odor underneath the pier and like almost drowns them and the rest of the family have to like rescue them and that's um remember when I said <laughs> that like his girlfriend is voiced by Jordan Peele yes because that was before that was way before get out and stuff so jordan peele was just like he was just on key and peels he was just a comedy actor so he was in stuff like bob's burgers all the time and he played felix's um girlfriend in that two-parter who like kind of forced felix to do this and also tries to kill the belchers as well um 
So, like, when they, I feel like they brought her back almost just as a red herring in this movie to make you think. Because I thought, like, I really had no idea what they're, like, where they were going with Grover. I 100% thought it was going to be, oh, so it's going to turn out that, like, that, like, Fanny did it again. Like, it's going to, I thought it was going to be that, like, um, they're setting something up with, um, with, like, his girlfriend because they brought her back for, like, the first time since that two-parter. But I, but I do think that was more of, like, a red herring type thing. Yeah. I actually, I didn't know, I thought that, so, like, part of the, re, part of the, what the fuck am I trying to say? I'm sorry. Part of the thing with me not watching the actual show is that, like, I didn't know any of these people, really. Like, I knew, I knew the, the Belchers and I knew Fish Odor. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, who, what was the, the brother's name? Felix? Or yeah. are you talking about the, yeah, Felix? The one with the girlfriend. Yeah, Felix. Yeah, no, they're, every scene that they were in was the funniest scene in the show for me, just because, uh, the girlfriend's such a fucking character. Yeah, it's so funny. And like, yeah, the whole, the whole two-part episode is just Jordan Peele doing that voice and, like, being evil. It's awesome. I might watch it. <laughs> just because oh, it's, just cause I, it's so... She, does, does, does she act like... The, no one's going to get this but you and I, but does she act like Julian the whole time in that movie, in that episode, too? No, I feel like she's more a different character, but... That's um, funny. It's, it's still one of, like, the top five episodes of the show, I think. Like, that whole two-parter is, like, it's so good. Do you agree, Hunter? Yeah, I agree. Uh, another thing about Felix's girlfriend is one bit from the movie I find really funny is when Felix is just trying to show her his outfit and she just refuses to look at it. Yes, that's the <laughs> yeah. best. That's that's the funniest scene in my opinion, just because it's, it's so funny. It makes me laugh. Um, but this also this movie has also like a lot of other stuff in it, like um the hundred the hundredth episode of the show, which came out in twenty sixteen, so about like a year before they announced this movie, is like an episode about um Louise accidentally gluing Bob to the toilet before he's supposed to do like a huge magazine interview. And it's like they have a really, really good song in it, a really like cinematic song where like Louise because like Louise, especially in the first couple seasons, is very much of like a ship post character. Like each season gives her more depth. I feel like each episode, like each season has one episode where she has like a really big, like not dramatic, but like at least emotional moment, mostly with Bob, which is why they're the two best characters. But this, it it was a really good song called bad stuff happens in the bathroom about like, it's about like how Louise feels about the fact that she may have legitimately fucked Bob over this time. And it's like, it's so good. I remember watching that episode. I'm like, Oh, this is like, when that I watched that episode again after the movie was announced, and I was like, "Oh, this is like a proof of concept for the movie because this proves they could make like a really great riveting musical, and they did. Like, it's so good." Um, I go ahead. Actually, rewatched that episode, um, like a week ago or a couple of days ago because the bad stuff happens in the bathroom song is one of the ones i have on my like youtube music playlist so it will come on a lot when i'm driving and i was like yeah. all right I've, he- I've heard this song enough times i need to like see it in full context again it's um i think like beyond the songs in this movie i think it's the best song in the show it's so good um, and then the episode directly after that, Fluise, is about Louise. It's another episode about Louise and, like, her relationship with the rest of the family where they, like, they melt her Coochie Copie nightlight 
which and you get and she has like a fan like a um, fever dream slash fantasy where she interacts with all the toys which you see again in this movie where she goes to them for advice about how to deal with um with chloe barbash calling her a baby like you see like you get they bring those elements from the show back into the movie but like you you obviously haven't seen that episode alex but you like you didn't have to because you got it you know yeah no i got it um like no go on no go ahead no mine's not it's 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 a new topic so go on okay but like like i was saying it's just like they bring in all this stuff like they bring in all this stuff from the show like all these characters even grover is is in the show like grover they i mean i think they started putting grover in the show during the lead up to the movie so it would like throw you off more which i think is fucking insane and awesome because this movie gets announced while season eight is airing and starting in season nine grover becomes like a recurring character on the show so like grover is part of i mean he's only in three episodes but like if you're like a i mean i had to look him up because i don't know the later seasons as well as the earlier scenes so i had to look him up when i saw him on the poster but um if you're like a bob's burger super fan like you don't know that's supposed you don't you, you don't think that guy's a new character you know what i mean like you you think oh that's just like that's just one of the fish odors like like he's because he's there you know he he's in the show before this movie and i think it's really cool because yeah, i don't think don't, a lot don't, of i get what you're saying you don't think anything of it yeah i don't think a lot of shows going to like movies like this i don't think a lot of them would take a character they can mind comedy out of and from their supporting cast like that and make them a villain so i think it's really cool and interesting that they did that yeah I agree. um do you, have, do you have something you want to say yeah, it, this was it was super unrelated, but um, one of the reasons I never got into the show this might not be this might be controversial. You know the fan base better than me because you know what I'm gonna say. But um, one of the reasons I never got into the show is because I do don't really like Eugene. Um, Fair. And it was really really hard to get into because of that. And I think I don't remember for sure. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I had a problem with him the first time I watched this movie. Second time I watched it, I don't. I didn't care. So he's he's grown on me. The movie the movie did well on that front. Um, I think. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like I, maybe he had less to do in the movie than he usually does in the show, but or something. But I like think, I didn't mind him. I think that Gene can be very funny, especially in certain episodes. I think Gene can be very funny, but I do think he has the least ability to carry a story. If that makes sense. A hundred percent. I. I I don't think I must have started watching the show on like a Gene episode or something because, like, that's like, pretty much the reason I, I I didn't watch it as like a teenager. I really think that Gene can't carry a story as well as the other characters can, but which is why they very like I feel like they use all the main characters perfectly in this movie. Like, um, Louise is obviously the star, which is the best choice because Louise is the best character. She has the most going on. She has the most dramatic weight to her. So they made Louise like the main character. Um, Bob and Linda kind of have like the main subplot and they're the kind of like other two main like emotional like cores of the movie besides Louise. And then like Tina and Jean both have their things going on, but Tina has a lot more going on than Jean. And Jean is mostly comic relief, which I, even though they give him like a little bit of an arc, I do think they perfectly utilize every main character here mm -hmm. like i the only thing i would have liked better is maybe more bob just to give h john benjamin like more stuff to do but i think they utilized every character perfectly what do you think hunter um 
I agree. I really like what they do with Louise. I like what they do with Tina. I like what they do with Bob and Linda. I especially like what they do with Teddy because yeah. in the newer episodes, I think Teddy acts a little weird, and you might be able to elaborate on this better than I can, but in the movie, he felt more like he did like in the older episodes to me. I was also yeah, going to say, sure. they, I was also going to say, I really enjoyed how much they used Teddy. Teddy's I remember really liking Teddy in all the episodes I've seen him in. Teddy is a character that um, they can they can go a bit far with him and push him into like Bill Dotree territory, which I don't like. You'll have to but explain I think that, that you... to me after this. Um, King of the Hill, you know, like Bill. Oh, King oh, Bill. Okay, sorry, I didn't know his last name. They can push him into Bill Dotree territory a lot, especially in like the more recent scenes. But they're getting away from that. They had a really good episode after the movie about like, with like um, Bob and Teddy that I really liked. But um, I think that they, I think they used Teddy really well in this movie. Um, but let's see, I'm just kind of going through um, my notes here. I fucking love. I one thing that I have a huge fucking like boner for is like, like when they do like big movie versions of like the intro to like a TV show. Like I love the Simpsons movie one. I love the one in the Aqua Teen movie. Um, and I really love the one they did here with like the burger ingredients like falling down and all the like like it's like the intro. It's like the burger ingredients falling down and they have like that um big like cinematic version of the theme i fucking love it um we can we can break down like the multiple times that i saw this fucking movie because i saw it five times yeah no it'll be fun do it the first time was um i was in the outer banks i saw it at the single movie theater in the entire outer banks i saw it alone um and i remember like i mean obviously i was excited for it i've been looking forward to it for like five years at that point but i remember sitting in the theater and when they did like the drop of like all the burger ingredients and like the intro i was like oh this is gonna be good shit like i knew from that <laughs> moment onward it was gonna be fucking kino like i knew it was gonna be good shit as soon as that moment happened um you saw it the exact same time i did didn't you hunter yes and you actually helped fund that oh right because um, i remember i called you right yeah we called when i was driving home because the theater, I have a theater in my town. My town's kind of small, rinky-dink. The theater in my town only plays three movies at once, and they will skip out on a bunch of movies, so they didn't yeah. play the burger movie at all. I had to go, like, 30 minutes. I had, to, like, like, a 30-minute drive to see this movie. But I remember, I remember, I remember so vividly getting out of that movie and getting on the phone with you because I was like another forty-minute drive back to where I was actually staying. So I got on the phone with you and we just talked about the movie. It was it was like a proto version of this podcast. We just talked about how much we loved the movie. It was so good. It was such a good day. Um, that was which time you saw it? I'm sorry. That was the very first time I saw it. That was with me, right? No, it was with Hunter. I saw it in the Outer Banks. Oh, that's why I got... Okay, that's why I got confused with the time that you and... That uh, Eli and I went, because I that was... I thought that was your first time seeing it, too. No, because um, the second time is when, like, me, Alex, and, like, all of our friends went to go see it at the Alamo Draft House. Yes, yes, that's when... That's when I remember seeing it. But I have a, like... I will get like if it's a if it's like a Marvel movie I don't care but I or if it's a Marvel movie I don't care about like I don't care but like I knew if I saw this with like ten people I was going to be stressed out trying to like 
wrangle them. Yeah, I, you remember, know? I remember now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I made that's also it was going to be like, I think I saw it two days afterwards at, um, at Almo, but like I needed to see it the day it came out and I need to see it like either alone or with like one other person because I could not deal with the stress of like getting like our entire friend group in one theater. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. But um, so we went to Alamo Draft House, and um, they had a fucking Bob's Burgers menu, which was really cool. We all got stuff off the Bob's the Burgers was, menu. It was really fucking good too. It really you got the margarita, didn't you? Like the sangria? Yeah, I got like a. It was like I don't. I'm not a red wine guy, but I got um some sangria, and I'm pretty sure it had a red wine in it, and it was actually really really good. I got drunk on accident. <laughs> did you get the um? Did you get the burger? Yes, absolutely. I, I know yeah, I, I know. at first I was considering not getting the burger, but yeah. um, because I wanted, like, the chicken sandwich or something, I don't know, but it was... I got the chicken sandwich. I wasn't, like, um, I wasn't, like, super into the, um, like, the burger. It was, like, it, had, like, it was, like, confused with, like, glazed onions or something, oh, right? Oh, see, then I definitely got it because I love onions and stuff like that. I mean, I'm look, pull up, pulling up, like, the, um, like, the special, the special menu. Mm um yeah it was like they had a they had the blackened chicken sandwich is what i got they had the vegetarian burger and they had the um the glazed and infused burger which was like the it was like it was like infused with bacon and like bourbon glazed caramelized onions and stuff like that and they also had the wine train sangria and also they had like they had like loaded fries and stuff it was it was really fun it was a really cool little thing they did for that movie and it was yeah it was um I honestly remember it more than I remember watching the movie the first time. <laughs> yeah, I I remember watching it with that crowd because that was like that's a, that was the biggest crowd I saw it with, um, and a lot of it was really fun. A lot of the jokes like really landed. You could tell with that crowd that everyone there really loved the show, mm -hmm. and like I feel like a lot of the jokes landed really well with that crowd. But the the following three times were not as fun. I saw it again by myself because I just I was it was like the Monday afterwards. I was like I need to see this again. So I saw it again by myself. I think a week later, you and I saw it, Alex. Like we saw it again. Mm -hmm. And then like a week after that, I took my mom and my brother to go see it. So I saw it five times in theaters, and fucking way too many times after that. Since then, on like Blu-ray, DVD, I have the VHS of it. Um fucking but yeah so what was the second time you saw it hunter okay so this is i wanted to bring this up the second time i saw it was really interesting because i think the second time i saw it was like two weeks after the movie came out i was the singular only person in the room watching it so i was like live tweeting it to bryce i was like texting him as i was watching it i remember that that was so fun where um how big were the crowds the other times you saw it because i think something that you're probably going to want to talk about is this movie didn't do as good as it could have in yeah. theaters but it really made up for it when it came to streaming and did really well on there yeah i think it's, i think they had like there was never a point where i saw it in an empty theater there was always like in between five to ten people even at the last time i saw it um but yeah, so I read this article. I I don't I'll try to find it again and maybe post it on our Twitter, but um it was like this thing where they knew that the movie cuz the movie did not I don't even think it made back its budget or maybe it like just barely made back its budget. Oh, it's I'm going to pull it up on Wikipedia. Um I mean, movies don't do that. Movies do that all the time. They released it against that fucking shitty um military propaganda movie Top Gun. <laughs> budget is 38 million, box office 34.2 million. 
So it did not it did not make its money back. I made the joke, um people on Twitter or just online in general were like saying if you like 2D animation, if you want more 2D animation in theater, go see this. And I think I made the joke where I took a picture of the empty theater room and I just captioned it, I single handedly saved 2D animation, guys. <laughs> That's actually really fucking funny. Um so it did not make its budget back, but I saw this article saying that um fucking um I saw this article saying that, uh, like, they knew it wasn't going to make its budget back. Like, Fox slash Disney knew that, but they knew it was going to, like, be profitable for them via streaming. And it's, like, it's on Hulu. It's going to be on Hulu forever. It's also, they licensed it to HBO Max as well. It's, I'm pretty sure it's still, it's, even they just changed it to Max or whatever the fuck. I'm pretty sure it's still on Max. Um, but, so, yeah, it's on Hulu and HBO Max. It's in, like, the... Like, if you click on the Bob's Burgers show page, it'll, like, there's, like, a button to take you to the movie and stuff. Speaking of Max. Um, yeah. Uh, did they really m make it, like, a separate app on the App Store and stuff? Yeah. And, and I can't get it on any of my TVs. Oh, you just straight up can't get it? Yeah. yeah it's right. just, like, it's <laughs> Classic. just, like, the launch of HBO Max. D is that when we watched um, the Snyder Cut, or was that just crashing independently of all that? A little bit of both. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> and we fell asleep during the Snyder Cut, because the only thing I hate worse than the military is the Snyder Cut. That, um, that was insane. Yeah, no, I, I forgot we fell asleep. Every single person that was watching that movie with us all fell asleep. Yeah, because Zack Snyder's a hack. And, <laughs> and we woke stuff. up, we woke up like an I'm sorry, this is unrelated, but it was like three, it was just the three of us, right? Yeah. We were watching, me, Bryce, and our friend Julian were watching the Snyder Cut, and we all independently of each other fell asleep during it and woke up like two hours into it. And Bryce, I, he just sat up. I was like, hey, Bryce, we fell asleep. And he sat up and he was like, fuck this. He turns it off. He's like, we're going home. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's when we were living together, right? Um, I think so. Yeah. It was funny. You were like, get in the car. We're going home. Yeah. Because I was like, we're going, we're going back to her. We're going back to our fucking apartment. Fuck this. It was so um, fucking like, funny. Fuck the Snyder cut. Fuck Zack Snyder. Um, but so, um, yeah. So I, they made enough money on streaming or however that works. They need to look at that article again. It was, but like they really, it's not like a Powerpuff Girls scenario where like the Powerpuff Girls movie bombed really hard, and because of that, Cartoon Network has yet to make another like, um, like another original theatrical movie that wasn't backed by like DC. So it's not like one of those scenarios because it like it's like it did okay. Um, they they kept on saying in the special features they want to be a they want to make a sequel. I would love a sequel. I would love this becomes like you know like the 2020s equivalent of like the Rugrats movies. They make like three of them. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but I would love it. What would you want to see in a sequel, Hunter? There was a. Uh, is half joke half serious that we used to talk about where i don't know if this is what i would want to see but you said like a sequel idea is they go to alaska and meet the great north family that'd be kind of fun yeah i do like a um like the like the fucking rugrats meet the wild thornberries movie like i think that's the joke we made yeah That'd be fun. I like that. Um, there was a Reddit post back when people were theorizing what the plot of the movie was going to be, like this movie, and someone said it would be like a, um, like like a chase across the country with all the side characters to get like a year's worth like of rent or whatever. I think that would be really fun and a great way to involve all the side characters. 
because um they use the side characters well enough and they talk about they talk a lot on the um commentary and like special features about how um about how they don't like um about how they wanted to use more of the side characters but didn't want to like detract from the story so i would love if a second movie was would be able to incorporate the side characters in a more like organic way like that because i really do love like all the side characters in this show that we don't really get that much of in this movie can we talk about jimmy pesto not really being in the movie absolutely um so obviously the big thing with jimmy pesto is that his uh voice actor um jay johnston fucking sucks he was at the capitol riots um very very unfortunate but um so he's in this movie in the background and i feel like he probably had lines that they cut out because um when the sinkhole opens up you see him come out of the restaurant and you see him like smile like he's about to say something then they cut away from it when this movie was taking forever to come out wasn't one of your theories that jimmy pesto played like a big role in it and they didn't want to like put him in they didn't want to like put him in a movie and release it after what happened I, like, I floated that around. I don't know if I really believed it that hard, but I did think it's possible that he was going to be, like, the main antagonist of the movie, and they had to, like, re like rewrite around that, but I really don't think that was the case at any point now after seeing this movie. Like, I don't think he, I don't think he ever played, a like, a huge role in this movie. Um, you do see him, um, something I noticed, like, the second time I watched this movie is that during like the montage, like the like the time skit, no time skit, like the um time lapse montage of like Bob staring at the hole, you do see Pesto and Trev walk up and like high five and walk away, which I think is very funny. Um, let's see what else is in here. Oh yeah, the Jeans thing is the itty bitty ditty committee, which is from an episode in season five of the same name. So they do that's another element from the show they bring back in this movie. Um. I like, I do like that element. I wish they gave Daryl and Rudy more to do because I bo- I love both those characters, but I like that element. Um, let's see what else. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that I thought they were going to do, but they did it, which I think is fine. Like, um, during Gene's fantasy, he like points at the crowd and was like, and was like, hey, Ken, you made it. I thought they were going to show Ken the first time I saw this. Do you ever you know about, I know Alex is a hunter. Do you know about Ken? Yeah, it's his al- his imaginary albino friend that they're kind of vague about of whether or not he exists, but he doesn't. Yeah, and he's like, he's Gene says, it's like, weird, because we watched season one, and Gene says in season one he's 27, and Bob's like, you can't have a 27-year-old albino friend, Gene, I'm not allowing it, like, he's just <laughs> mad at him. But, um, I thought, th- I thought they were gonna show Ken the first time I saw this movie, but they didn't, um... Oh, another thing they do is in season 12, like the season before this movie, um, they give, they change, Louise gets a lofted bed. Like they change that. So she gets like a lofted bed instead of like the one she has for the first 11 seasons. And they change that in the movie where like when you see her doing like the meeting with her toys, she's on like the new updated lofted bed, which I think is a really nice touch that like they really, they didn't have to do that, but they, they did it. I think it's really cool. Um, so let's talk about that fucking skeleton scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> that scene is fucking insane. Yeah. When she's like, when she they go into the hole and she tries to climb out of it, and she pulls the skeleton out of the mud and like it falls on her, and the teeth fall in her mouth. It's like gross. It's insane. Like that's another thing that the, I feel like the show wouldn't really do. It goes like, it goes. It, 
I mean, it takes big swings for some for Bob's Burgers because it's like that's genuinely kind of traumatic, you know? Oh yeah, no, that's just terrifying. Like, she, she had a skeleton fall on her, and like I do like I. It's just I. I think that's entire scene is so cool. I think Kristen Shaw brings it. I think everybody in this movie brings it. Everybody in this movie brings their A game. Um, but Kristen Shaw really fucking brings it. Like the scream in that scene, like it's so good. The animation is so good. Like, oh, I fuck it. There's a really good shot too when she's like about to go into the hole, and like it's just like from like the back, and you see like the town behind her and stuff, and like like during like the um and like the moon like lighting up the street. It's so good, and I also love the shot. It's like the push in on her just like screaming her fucking head off. It's like it's like a it's like a horror movie shot, and it's so cool. Like it's such a it's such a well done scene. It's one of the best scenes in the movie, I think. It's um yeah, the whole thing is. You start with which scene we're talking about? I'm sorry, you cut it a little bit. The uh, just like the scene with Louise and like the whole with like the skeleton falling on her. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I love Kristen Schaal. I love Kristen Schaal so too. She's was, great. In I was, yeah. I'm, I was gonna say I was always gonna think that she was the best, uh, one of the best characters. Sorry, my phone yeah. is exploding. Give me a second. We can also get into like the um, how this movie is like an Adult Swim movie, you know. Like, um, because obviously, like, we, Hunter, we talked about last episode about how all the major players are, like, um, are, like, Adult Swim guys. Like, H. John Benjamin, like, Eugene Merman, um, Kristen Shaw, a lot, all those guys do, like, Adult Swim stuff, you know? Yeah. And then also, all the major players in this movie are also Adult Swim guys. Like, I, I, like, didn't know this, and I, like, disagreed with you, which made me very stupid in hindsight. I didn't think that Grover was, um, the warden from Super Jail, but he very much is. <laughs> Um, Grover is played by David Wayne, who also does the character Courtney on the show, who's like Gene's girlfriend. We see Courtney in the background of a few scenes. Um, also, so the David Wayne, David Wayne is obviously Grover. He's like the main villain. And you know, like his song, the Not That Evil song? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know the dances he does in that? A lot of his mo body movement in the movie looks hilarious. He like so one of the special features they talk about is like they had to have a they had to have like a real person do references for every dance in this movie and they and David Wayne himself did all of the Grover dancing like there's videos of him on the best on the bonus features of him doing like, like all the dances from the movie like it's awesome oh yeah I I remember watching that when I watched all the special features that was great yeah David Wayne the main character of Super Jail was also in this the main character of Harvey Birdman is in this he's the um detective um Sergeant Bosco so we have Gary Cole in this movie um Zach I mean Zach Galifianakis he's a he's an adult swim guy he's on Tim and Eric and stuff Zach Galifianakis is even an adult swim guy so it's just like so many major players in this are like adult swim people that you don't see in movies that often like there's no other movie that's going to come out in the past couple years. You can sit there and be like, oh, yeah, here's H. John Benjamin, Eugene Merman, David Wayne, Gary Cole, like all these all these like famous adult swim guys. Like it's that's that's what really one of the main reasons that really sold it to me. Obviously, I love Bob's Burgers, but like I was so excited because this is before the three movies were announced because this is like this movie was announced before the three movies were announced like the um aqua teen venture and metal movie so i was so excited to see like this these adult swim characters like come to life because i watched so much of this show on adult swim when i was younger you know like that's where i got a lot of my view 
viewing, I guess that's where I got a lot of my viewing in for this too, was just seeing it on Adult Swim, because I used to have Adult Swim on pretty much every night, regardless of what was on. Yeah. See, and a, it's on, like, a, every night. I was a Nick at Night kid for the most part, unfortunately. Boo. <laughs> I was a big George Boo. Lopez fan. I watched Glenn Martin DDS. I fucking hate... I, I had the sense to hate that show as a kid, don't worry. <laughs> we should we should do Glenn Martin DDS in the podcast. Well, let's do it as a we're joke, gonna, because it'd be funny as hell. <laughs> we're gonna hype it up as the moral oral episode, and then it's the Glenn Martin DDS episode. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna market ourselves to the moral oral fan base and then do the Glenn Martin DDS episode. Um Okay, let's see what else we got here. Let's get into the songs. What do you guys think of the songs in this movie? I love them, especially Lucky Ducks. I uh, love them too. I Alex, go ahead. No, finish your thought. Um, I was gonna say I love I love Lucky Ducks, but I think honestly, in retrospect, I think Sunny Side Up Summer might be better. Sorry. Um, no, I, uh, so I'm not, as Bryce knows, I'm not a massive musical guy, but, um, I do think a lot of the songs in this are cute and I, I like it a lot. I, I, I do like the villain song. I can't remember his fucking name, but I do like, uh, yeah, I do like his, his like final song that he gets to sing. Well, Hunter and I are deaf. Hunter and I are definitely big fucking, um, musical guys. We both like, like I, I've warmed about- up, I've warmed up on them. We both talked about this before is that like um the fact that this movie was gonna be a musical is an it was like it, it was like predestined for us to become obsessed with it because we're both big like obviously hunter you and i are obsessed with the south park movie and like the steven universe movie and the doomstar requiem and stuff yeah. like we are big fucking musical fans and so i was so excited for this i wish there was more that's the only thing I wish I could say is that, like, um, because the the first thing we knew about it was a musical, and there's really only four songs. I I do wish there was like at least two or three more, but I do think that every single song is a banger. Like all four of them are are fucking massive bangers, and I think that's like an accomplishment. Um, Sunny Side Up Summer should have won the Oscar for best original song. I have no idea how it didn't. This movie like actually. Huh? Did this movie win any awards? No. It won my heart. Yeah, that, yeah it was, won my heart. This was a good movie. It's better than the Simpsons movie. Oh, for for sure. We'll get into that too. But um, <laughs> I think that like I Sunny Side Up Summer was amazing. It deserves to be um, it deserves to win like the best song of the award. Pretty sure the thing that beat it was like it was like some fucking like unrelated pop song that played in the credits of like avatar 2 or top gun or some bullshit like that like it wasn't even like an actual song <laughs> that's you know funny as fuck. i'm sorry <laughs> it is funny but it's just stupid yeah, like no, that's, um that's awful that sucks this sunny side up summer is especially like the last like minute and a half from like louise's verse up until like when all the all the harmonies come together it's fucking kino it's so good like it's you i never get tired tired of it it's one of my it's probably my favorite song from the movie um lucky ducks is also great i love that it's basically just like the second half is just louise's song um not that evil is great i remember watching it because like not that evil goes on for like 10 minutes yeah it like, is a long song it goes on a while i remember watching it and i'm like how is this i remember the first 
time I watched this movie thinking, how is this going to be on the soundtrack? Like, I didn't get it. I was like, how are they going to get this entire thing on the soundtrack? Because they kept on cutting back to just, like, scenes of them talking in the middle of the song. But it's on the soundtrack. I think it's, um, let me see how long it is on this, like, the actual minute count on the soundtrack. Um, it is, okay, it's not, it's, it's five minutes and 42 seconds long on the soundtrack. But, First um, time I saw this movie, I could not make out like half of what he was saying during Not That Evil. And then every yeah. time I've watched it since, I've been like, "Oh, I get this now." Yeah. Um, I really like the I really like the ending song too. Like the um, the song that they sing at the at like the band shell that tra- that translates into like the credit song and stuff. I love that song a lot. I think it's very upbeat. It also sounds like um, because like especially the the credit song the chorus is it's just h john benjamin and the other characters but like h john singing in his falsetto voice so it sounds like a lucy opening you know yeah that's true like like it sounds like like the burger bun song it sounds like a lucy opening because it's just h john benjamin singing in like that high-pitched voice but like they have this full orchestra behind it which another thing it's like it's so cool to see this adult swim stuff like come to the big screen like that you know like seeing this this like scrappy adult swim stuff just come to the big screen and have like h john benjamin singing in falsetto with like a full like orchestra behind it and it's like genuinely like emotional you know um i love the credits too i love everything in the credits all the characters dancing and stuff like that i think that stuff's all really cute and fun it's you get to see a lot more of the characters that weren't really in the movie which i think is really fun oh the outro yeah um, I just love the outro. It's really good. This the entire movie is animated really well. Everyone's so fluid. Like the the shadow, like the shading is so good. Everyone's so fluid. Um, oh yeah. Also, Paul F. Tompkins, who is the Blue Morpho in the Venture Brothers, he's Mr. Peanut Butter and BoJack Horseman and everything. He's um he's like the main carny in this movie. Not Cotton Candy Dan, but like the main like living carny. And he like the one sings. That they're like friends with. No, 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 not Mickey. Um. Like the other, the guy who sings, who starts off the Lucky Duck song. Oh, oh, oh! And he like chases them and stuff. If you listen to it, you'll you'll hear the Mr. Peanut Butter. Um, yeah, I'd have to go back and listen. He's in this movie. Mickey is in this movie, but Mickey is not played by Bill Hader anymore. I have no idea why. Bill Hader's too fucking busy um, making Barry. He can't be on. Um, he can't be on Bob's Burgers anymore. I guess so. They got a replacement for Bill Hader, which is. It's noticeable the first time, but the guy does a really good Bill Hader impression, so you don't really hear it afterwards. Like it's you, like it doesn't bother me. It, it bothers a lot of people. Like I went on the Letterboxd for this movie, and so many of the reviews are people complaining about Bill Hader not being Mickey in this movie. But like it's fine. That is like it's astoundingly stupid. <laughs> it sounds enough like him. It's fine. It's also you know? it's also dumb as shit. Period. I don't know. If, yes. Like maybe it's just as someone who like didn't. Who, who doesn't watch the show but that's stupid as fuck it's a dumb complaint but like he sounds enough like bill Hader. like it's fine um let's see what else is going oh yeah the i feel like you said your your favorite joke is um the thing with like felix and fanny my favorite joke in this movie is when they're in like the awesome clubhouse area and then like Bob and Linda fall down, and they kind of cut back to how they got in there, and Linda just, like, they walk in, and Linda just goes, yay, buttons, and pushes all of them, and they fall in. That was my, that's my biggest laugh every single time I watch this movie. That scene is so fucking funny. What was your biggest laugh, Hunter? Uh, um, the 
this is kind of a cheap laugh, but I like when Linda punches Bob in the nuts twice in a row because I that feel is, like they would never do that in the show. That is very funny, yeah. That's good. Um, Yeah, I love that entire last – I think that set, like that's underneath like the molehill set is so cool with like that – um that like crazy ass room they're in for like 20 minutes thing that set's really cool oh no I, I i i'm changing my, i'm changing my vote my favorite joke is actually when they announced cotton candy dan died on the news and then linda is like is he the one who sold corn dogs that was oh, good too that, that was funny i didn't have a favorite joke besides the one with uh felix's girlfriend but um yeah there were a lot of moments where I caught myself just going like, <laughs> yeah, but it was great. Like the entire movie was just constant. I love that. Ent- I love that set. Also, Grover is like astoundingly evil in this fucking movie. Like he, like he was going to like let the Belchers. He was gonna like drown the Belchers, and then he ends up burying them alive. Like he is, he is like shockingly evil yeah, for like a bob's burger he's just committing like real uh, real life felonies yeah like he just he actually tried to kill the entire family it's fucking crazy yeah you don't um, like think about it but like that's what happened <laughs> i also love that insane scene where he's like crawling through like that little hole and he looks like a little fucking like spider yeah like I, gecko. I mean they made him like threatening despite how fucking dorky he is you know yeah I I just love that piece of animation of him just like doing like a little fucking gecko walk through like that little tunnel. I so love funny. that too. So funny. Um fucking But yeah, I love that entire chase scene too in the underpier. It's such a cool cinematic set. It's like that um scene of them like running away from Grover in like the go-karts and stuff. It's such like a nice it's such a it's just a cinematic set too, like that underpier thing. Mm-hmm um oh that that entire thing i love all of that yeah that sequence is really cool and like it it ups the stakes in a really natural way i think whereas like it could very easily like go beyond the scope of what the show normally does but i think it ups the stakes in a very good natural way it's it's Um, a it's a very smartly made movie that's not the right fucking way to say that but like it's it's a very smart movie and that you can tell that everyone really cared a lot about they, making it they i i, I kind of think about this every time i watch this movie they had to find a reason to get teddy out, out of the movie for a little while because if he was in that scene he would have just fucking murdered he would have just gone ape shit and just murdered grover yeah you know <laughs> that's true something i like something i like about grover is even though he's definitely the biggest most evil like villain they've ever had to do it doesn't lose the like humanness of yes. the show that they have yep. where there's the part where he's talking about his plan where he's gonna like go to the gym and say he's been there for three hours and they're all like oh you don't have three hour gym bod where it's not like they're so scared of him that they're not gonna like rip into him still yeah they never it he manages to be like threatening but he's ne- they never like they never lose like the bob's burgersness of it which i think is awesome um so we can also talk about the um, the stuff with Bob's mom and um, Louise's hat, obviously. Um, I loved the stuff with Bob's mom in this movie. Um, I think we talked about this last episode, Hunter. But, like, the there's a musical cue they play in the pilot episode of Bob's Burgers where, um, like, 
Bob is in the, when he's like standing outside the restaurant looking at the window and he's just like completely defeated and they get him to come in because because like it's the pilot episode it's that scene you know that scene but they play that exact musical like tone here in the flashback scene with his mom which is like an amazing callback and I love that I think it's such a good little scene um I just love that like I because like Bob's mom is something that I've been kind of hanging over the series that they never really addressed and I love that like they've, they've they've started addressing it more in this recent season like the season after the movie but I love that this sort of opened up the floodgates and I think it's such a great touch to like really like do this for the first time in the movie and I also love the story behind Louise's ears um did you were you wishing they were going to show her without the ears hunter yeah, but I completely understand why they didn't. I thought they would. I really thought when um she was like reaching out to get the fuse that when it, like when she fell it was gonna fall off and she had to choose. I I thought it was gonna be she had to choose between the hat or like getting the fuse. But I'm really glad what they did because the hat falls off, but we don't see it. And I really like that that the um the writers and the show and like the showrunner stuff they respect the character enough to not show us that if that makes sense like it, they have it happen to show her character growth but they respect the character enough to not like show the audience if that makes sense to you guys no it makes sense yeah i think i i, I think it's really sweet pretty much the only thing i have to say about bob's mom and all that is um not the first time i watched it but the last the most recent time like yesterday the scene specifically where they show her and she like looks down at Bob, I think it I think it lasts like three seconds. Um reminded me of Brendan's mom in yes. uh I don't know why, because they didn't have her talk or anything, but like just the energy they did. It was it was it was cool. Like uh, I'm glad that we did the home movies episode before this because I wouldn't have caught that otherwise, but it felt like Brendan's mom. Does she remind you of Paula Hunter? I never thought of that, but now that Alex brings it up, I definitely see it. It's I just think like it's just like the energy that she has. If that makes any she, sense, she looks a little bit like Paula. She, I guess, she does look like her too. Then, but it's it's hard to say anybody looks like the characters in the show. Yeah, she look. I think she looks a bit like Paula, but I I do get that Paula vibe too from that, which I do love. Um, I don't think they've had. I don't think they've ever shown her in a way where she speaks. If they do, I would love if they got um, Janine DiTullo to do that voice. I think that would be. I think that would be really, really sweet. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But um, yeah, I, I love. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think she's ever. I know she. She's. I know she writes on Metal. Oh, she did write a Metalocalypse ten years ago. I don't know if she's still voice acts or not. Huh. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um. I love the ending. I love when they do like that little like reprise of the main theme when they reopen the restaurant and stuff like that. It's just it's just a fucking all around banger. Like I really couldn't ask for a better movie. I think, like, I think this really does get to like the peak of like what a Bob's Burgers movie can be. I think they made I think they made like the best movie possible. You know, I can't think of a way to improve it. So I, I agree. <laughs> That made, like, it, that made it sound like I think it wasn't that good of a movie. It was a very good movie. Like, I, I think that this was the best they could have done. This joins the ranks of, like, the SpongeBob movie, the first South Park movie, the first Beavis movie, the Aqua Teen movie, the Steven Universe movie. Like, this joins the ranks of, like, the these all-time greats for me, I think. I've only seen half of those, but the ones that I've seen, definitely, they're the same quality. Like, this is, this is at least as good as the SpongeBob movie. Um, what about you, Hunter? Yeah agree i think 
my favorites, which are all ones you've listed, are the first SpongeBob movie, Beavis and Butthead to America, and South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. I think I view it on I I view it on the same level as those. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think the SpongeBob movie is actually a really good comparison. I didn't think about it. Yeah, but like in terms of of how good the movie is compared to the show in particular, because the first four seasons of SpongeBob or whatever three seasons of SpongeBob, yeah, um, are like immaculate television. Yeah, and the sh- movie is like a perfect capstone to that. Yes, and I feel like the Bob's movie is the exact same thing for the Bob's Burgers. Although, it, as far I, I haven't really watched the recent stuff, but as far as I know, it didn't immediately get awful after the movie came out. No, I think this season's been really good, actually. This season just ended. It's been one season after the movie. They they updated the intro, so now it has, like, the sinkhole in it. Which is awesome. Um, That's cool. Yes. I think this season was really good. I think they're taking stuff they did in the movie and, like, building on it in the show, which I think is really – like, not necessarily in, like, a direct way, but in a more, like, emotional way. Like, they're taking these arcs and building on them in the show, which I think is really fun. This is the last thing I'll say since I know you guys already did an episode on the show, but um, do you think that post the post-movie season was better than um, the average pre-movie season? It's okay if the answer's no. <laughs> I think it was, I don't think it was as good as, like, the first eight or so seasons, but I think it was better than the seasons they made when they were working on the movie, if that makes sense. Cool. I think it was, there was, there's, there, one thing I said is because um, Bob's Burgers, despite being a very wholesome show, like a very famous, like a very, like, cute show where the characters are nice to each other, they never really go, they, especially in the early stuff, they never went for those emotional moments like um, King of the Hill or Futurama did. And I always said, like, one of the main reasons why I was excited for this movie was to get more of that stuff because they very rarely do it in Bob's Burgers but they've been doing it a lot more especially in this recent season and I think it really works well especially because we have so much goodwill built up for these characters after like 13 seasons in a movie so I think they're really they're building on like the stuff we like with these characters I might Um, might watch Bob's after this we'll see it's good um, so I'm gonna go through some of like the extras because there's the extras is the extras are so revealing. Um, so they the genesis for this movie they talk about is because back in the early 2010s, H. John Benjamin cartoons tended to have live shows for some reason. Like both Bob's Burgers and Archer would go on like tours around the country where the cast would show up and they would do like um like table readings and like joke around and stuff it was like a it was like archer live and bob's burgers live essentially cool. like, i never knew about that <laughs> yeah so at a bob's burgers live show they did one in la where they like they they made like 20 foot tall puppets and they had like a whole band and they had they shot off like confetti cannons and stuff and they were like they're getting so into making like the spectacle of doing this like huge show and they got a call from 20th century fox that was like hey do you guys want to do the movie and they're like yes because they're so into like the spectacle they were doing they're like fuck yes let's make a movie and so that's sort of like the genesis this like goes back to like that um bob's burgers live stuff from like the early 2010s um they something they talk about which i also really like is that um a lot of movies will like leave the central location like a lot of movies will have the characters leave leave the town they're in but this does the opposite instead it kind of folds inward where like it shows you more of the town and it goes deeper on locations you already know which i think is a really cool way to like do this kind of movie um 
they had so many cut scenes from this movie. Like, they only have three deleted scenes, which, like, are okay. But um, they had a whole subplot about Bob and Linda going to the district attorney, which is going to be turn out to be, like, the Speedo guy from the show. Like, the guy who, like, goes around in a Speedo on skates and stuff. Um, they had scenes at Mickey's trailer. They had scenes. They had a funeral scene for Cotton Candy Dan. That was going to be in Mort's funeral home. Um, you're going to love this, Hunter, if you don't already know about this. Um, where it was going to turn out that Linda's sister, Gail, was going to be at the funeral because she went on one date with him and she was acting like they got like married or whatever. She was going to have like a um like a veil, like a black veil on and everything like that, which I think was really which I think is really really funny and really on brand for that character. And I honestly kind of would have liked to see seen that scene, even though I hate Gail. I would have loved to seen that scene. I remember watching that. It's funny. Like, that's such a funny, this is a funny, like, well, like, it's it's such a good, like, it's such a no-brainer for me that when they said it, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, of course that would happen. That's perfect. Um, what else is in here? They had a, um, there's a kind of an alternate, you don't really see anything but, like, visuals. There's an alternate take of, like, the sinkhole opening up where, like... Well, like, Mr. Fish Odor is in the restaurant, and Tina, like, opens up the door, and, like, the water from the pipe, like, splashes her in the face, which I think is interesting, that, like, that, because that scene is so different from what it is in the movie. Yeah. Um, there was going to be, um, there was, there was initially going to be, like, an anime fight between Louise and Chloe, the girl bullying her, like, in, like, Louise's fantasy with, like, nunchucks and, like, katanas and shit, but they cut that. Um, initially during the go-kart chase, like, the ground was collapsing into the ocean beneath them, which added more stakes to it, which is cool. Um, also, something that really intrigued me is, you know, like, the shot when they leave the restaurant to run back to the molehill? Yeah. Like, there's an, there's an alternate version of that shot in, like, the, uh, they do, like, a featurette where they go over, like, they show various deleted scenes and just talk over it. And, like, they show, like, two shots of, like, a different version of that scene where there's, like, 15 characters. It's, like, the Belchers and, like, 10 side characters with them, including including Gale with, like, a fake goatee on for some reason. I have no idea, like, what version of the movie that's from, but I really want to read it. Like, I really want to read, like, earlier versions of this script that had, like, more stuff like that in it. Um Something... Something they talk about on the special features is the reason that they don't get into the side characters so much is they felt like it would take away from, like, the main heart of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, definitely. That's a fine choice, too. Yeah. Um, I really, I really, I don't, I really don't think they'll get a sequel. I really want them to get a sequel because I would just fucking love this movie so much. Um, I'm also a big proponent for any adult cartoon getting a movie. Like, give me the American Dad movie. Give me the Family Guy movie. Give me the Rick and Morty movie. Like, give it all to me. Um, but yeah, so the last thing we can do to wrap this up is we can talk about how we feel about this movie versus the Simpsons movie. Uh, this is much better. Um, I don't know if I have anything more intelligent to say than that. Like, the you Simpsons, got anything, Hunter? Simpsons movie's like fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, but fine is not a word that I would use to describe the Bob's Burgers movie. Yeah, like, but the Bob's Burgers movie is a good movie. Absolutely. You got anything, Hunter? 
Simpsons movie where I know you're gonna have the same feelings as I do on this is very nostalgic like I saw it in theaters as a kid I have same. an interesting story where my one of my aunts used to go on business trips to China and she brought back a bootleg um Simpsons movie DVD while yeah. it was while it was in theaters here I had a bootleg Chinese do you still DVD have that? of it do you still have it no, I don't, unfortunately. I have the actual Blu-ray for it. That's cool. That's, That's fucking sick. But um, I watched and re-watched it so many times. I made everyone watch it. I made my disgruntled grandparents who hated The Simpsons watch the movie. But um, The Simpsons what did, movie... What did you think of the art skating scene? Oh, they hated it. <laughs> Why? Were, but, they, um... were, they, were they just, like, just not, in, not their thing? Yeah. That's funny. But, um... I've seen that movie, like, the back of the box of the physical release. I think it has the quote, I'd be willing to watch it 20 or 30 more times. I have actually done it with that movie. Yeah, I'll, say, I'll say I think the Simpsons movie is funnier than the Bob's Burgers movie, but the Bob's Burgers movie is more genuine and heartfelt, and it does better service to the characters. It's a better story. Yes. I think the Simpsons movie is funnier um, the Simpsons movie, although, is, like, it's such a weird fucking, like, it's such a weird Frankenstein creature, you know? Like... I'd have to rewatch the Simpsons movie to know if it was funnier. I think it's, I, I think, I think the Simpsons movie is fucking hilarious, and I do actually like that movie, and I have a huge soft spot for it, but I also think that it's not a good Simpsons movie. Yeah, like, it's fine. You know? It's fine. Like, um, one of our first experiments with, like, from like 2020 was our first experience of podcasting is when we, the three of us plus our other friend Grayson is on the Fully Cooley episode. We just talked about the Simpsons movie for like two hours. Remember that? That's yeah. That's like the pilot. If you yeah, really that's want, like the if Genesis you really, yeah, if you show. really want a pilot, that's the pilot. Uh, yeah, that's, that's when you opened the 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 mummy shirt, right? Oh my god, yeah, because um, because I bought the I bought like a fucking um gift set from the movie came out of like from it's like, like the 07 or 06 or yeah, whatever it was 07 of like the movie and like it was like a sealed t-shirt and we and we had like we got we fucking we pre-gamed this fucking movie we're such fucking dorks we got um we got we got some like simpsons kid robots and we opened them up oh yeah. yeah i remember that we recorded it and everything yeah it was like halloween we got like we got like simpsons kid robots we opened them up i, I had still my, have mine uh on my I desk right here mine. mine's on my desk right here I have my I we I we had my Simpsons Seven Eleven Slurpee cups that we ate popcorn out of, um, and I opened up the T-shirt and it was like this fucking disgusting it was mummy. So like bad. It was because the shirt was like very very tightly wrapped up for yeah. for like fourteen years. It was yeah fucking disgusting. And I put it on, and it felt like sandpaper. Yeah, it was so bad. And we, we had it, like, hang in the dorm in Bryce's closet for the rest of the semester, and it never straightened out at all. It's it's on my wall. I still have it hanging up. It never straightened out. <laughs> That's funny. I'll take a picture after this and send it. I'll probably post it on Twitter after this episode yeah, comes out. Yeah, That's funny. Like, it's still up there. It never straightened out. It's it's just, And every time I try to put it on, it's disgusting. Do you still try um, to put it on? <laughs> Like, I put it on a few times to see if it's still disgusting. Every once in a while, you'll be like, will it work? I feel like if you wash it at this point, it would kind of just fall apart. Yeah, if you put it in the washer, it's going to, like, crumble to fucking dust. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so I think this is a much better movie. I think this gives this this movie does a much better service to its characters than the Simpsons movie does because the Simpsons movie, like, um, not to turn the Simpsons movie podcast that already exists, but um, like having Lisa have like a fucking one-off boyfriend for the movie, like fuck you, you know what I mean? Like this movie does such a better service to its characters, even even if I do think the Simpsons movie is funnier. But this is like this movie does everything right that the Simpsons movie does wrong. I think the Simpsons movie like it looks it looks good, but so much of it, especially the last act of the Simpsons movie, all the characters don't look like the right shade of yellow. They look so like sickly and gross. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like this movie just looks so beautiful compared to like that. It's just this is just the better movie in every single way imaginable. Um, they oh god, fuck fucking simpsons movie dude we may have to do it again oh I, um, i'll do it again i'll do it again uh we because like did you do it with us last time under yes i don't remember like, that i don't doubt it but i don't remember that that makes me sad we, we definitely need to do it again then hunter yes so much of our quarantine was us talking about the fucking Simpsons movie. It was a lot of it. The one, the one thing I noticed when we rewatched that movie for the podcast, which this baffles me, Lard Lad is the wrong color, and he yeah. never shows up with that color scheme again in anything. Who's Lard? Why does he look like that? Who's Lard Lad? He's like the mascot for like the donut place. Okay. Okay. Um, this is also around the time when Hunter and I, or Hunter coached me through playing, um, the Simpsons game, which is, like, it's not the official movie tie-in, but it's pretty much the movie tie-in, right? Yeah, it was originally going to be, but then they changed it. Um, Hunter coached me through playing the Simpsons game. Oh, that was such a fucking experience. In our, in our dorms. I would come, sorry, finish. It was just, like, it was just, it was awful. It was it was such an like it was it's so fun in hindsight but like it was such a grueling experience because that game's fucking hard you and like went, I'm like horrible at video games. You went through like a self a, a, you like a self imposed fucking purgatory. Like I would go somewhere and be back like two hours later and you're still on the same fucking jump on that fucking game. <laughs> And um, it would get to like I remember a couple times you would be like, uh, "Alex, you need the big brother this for me, bro. <laughs> Just give me the controller." I need you to big brother something in Mario for me next time we hang out. Oh, I got you. I mean, I'm not I'm to... not good at Mario, so we'll see. But I got you. I need you to big brother this fucking um another jump in Mario Odyssey for me. But um. Yeah, fuck. Like I just I remember that. We used to I remember also the Simpsons movie being such a monument to compromise too cuz like you listen to the commentary and the entire commentary is just them being like, "Yeah, well we had this this great idea and this great joke which would be perfect for the Simpsons movie." But then we like then we took it to like a test audience. They didn't really like it. Oh, so yes. Really... Oh, also biggest thing the Simpsons movie does that fucking sucks. They invited everyone back except for Bill and Josh. Yeah. Oh, that's true. They like Fuck that. They focus grouped the movie to death, basically. All right, but we are just yeah. talking about the Simpsons now, though. Just so you know. Yeah, we're, we we had to end we had to end it shitting on the Simpsons movie because this is a much better movie. Um, we will do. You... I've decided. It's not my. It's I'm not the main host. I've decided though. We're doing another Simpsons episode. Oh yeah, we got we got to talk about the Simpsons on here. Um, fuck you, Simpsons people, for not bringing Bill and Josh back. Bill and Josh are our fucking are our fucking guys. Those are our close personal friends. Yeah, those are our close personal friends, Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. Um, I'm going to get them to guest on the podcast eventually. Um, 
You say that, okay, dude, we, but we're going to do it. Do we Do we have anything more to say about the Bob's Burgers movie? Uh, it's good. How long was it? The movie? Yeah. Like an hour and 42 minutes? Good length. That's, that's probably yeah, the I, last probably the last thing I'll say about it. <laughs> one of the longest. Um, I love I love the, Oh yeah, one more thing. I've um I you know the short like the my butt has a fever short. Yeah. That was supposed to be attached to like Onward in 2020, I think. This was come out in like March 2020. Um, and then also they that movie that I mean that short was in theaters only at Alamo Draft House, only in front of certain screenings of Doctor Strange two, and I actually saw it. That's Which cool. is crazy, like, cause like almost nobody actually saw that in theaters. But I, I, cause I was, I was. This is back when I was truly gang stalking this movie, and I was like, oh, they're gonna play this. Like Eli, we have to go to Alamo Draft House to see Doctor Strange in case they play this short, and they fucking did. And Eli and I lost our minds. It was such a good experience. Was I there with you? No, it was just me and Eli. For multiverse. Yeah, you and I saw it a different time. Oh, we saw it at Regal. Yeah, that we was, saw no, we it, saw uh, That's what we I saw. Mean. It I saw. We saw the the big boy, the the upstairs lounge. Yeah, no, that was I. That was the second time Eli and I saw. That was the second time I saw Eli when I saw when because I only because like I like Doctor Strange enough to see it again, but I was going there to see to see if I could get the short beforehand, and I did, which I was very happy about. Cool, multiverse is good as fuck. Good movie. Yeah, good movie. Um. Oh, um, we need to do our cape shit episode too. At some point, yeah. Um, all right, so is that it? You got anything else? Uh, I got nothing. All right, well, you can follow us on Twitter at, at OwlsOnlyPod. Um, you know the drill. You can follow me on Instagram, Adult Swim Merch Archive. I'm going to spell it out for you. You can see all – you can see the steel book that I was talking about. You can see um, mummy, all the other – Mummy shirt. All the other movie merch I have, all that kind of shit. See the mummy shirt. I have not posted it on there yet, actually, but, but I will. Maybe I will. Maybe will. I'll post it. When I post when I post the thumbnail for this episode advertising it, that's gonna be like the second slide. You could swipe to it. I was see, gonna like, say shirt. post it, be like listen to this episode if you want to get what this is about. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be like the second slide. Um, but yeah, you got anything else to plug, Hunter or Alex? Uh, follow our stuff, Hunter. Follow the owls only Twitter and Instagram. That's three fucking requests. You guys better do it now. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, uh, I don't. I've. I'm probably gonna take a break next week. I'm going on vacation. Um, oh yeah. I'm we, not. You've been hammering these out. I'm not sick, but my allergies are kind of kicking my ass. Um, if I do come back, I think. We do, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna come back. When I do come back, I think I'm either going to do. I'm gonna talk to my friend to see if they want to do Metalocalypse, maybe, or maybe we'll do something short like the first season of Dream Corp LLC or something like that. I don't know, but um, I'll probably be probably like another probably like two weeks in between this episode and the next episode. But um, yeah, see you guys next. See you guys next time. See ya. Goodbye.